So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about how to get through the virus, how to uh, walk through as a conqueror, that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind, and that we are more than conquerors through whatever comes our way. That you, if you are a Christian, have a tremendous uh, um, opportunity to tap into heaven's power and to be a conqueror through this. And not only you to be a conqueror, that you also can help others who are perhaps feeling weak and strengthen them. Last week I talked about out of a scripture that uh, is found when Jesus was not far off uh, giving his life for us and he had gathered his disciples and he was asking them about uh, who do men say that I am? And then he asked them the question, who do you say that I am? And Peter piped up and said, well, you're the Christ, you're the Messiah, you are the son of the living God. And Jesus, was, Jesus responded to the statement that Peter made by saying that he would build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against him building his church. And that he changed Peter's name, uh, which was originally Simon, to Peter. And that there is a transformation that can take place in our lives uh, as we recognize who Jesus is, that we can be transformed like Peter was from a fisherman to a man of God who helped change the world. Um, it goes on to say there that Jesus is building his church. But the church is made up of individuals. You and I, if you are a believer, are meant to be part of the church and God is building his church and nothing's going to prevail against it. But inside of that is this plan that God has to individually build us. That God is at work right now, whether you know it or not, uh, as a master builder, making you into something that... Uh, is better than where you are now, that on the journey of Christianity, you are being made into something much better, that God's intention is to bring transformation in our lives to make us into incredible people. It says in Philippians that we can be confident in this thing, that he who began a good work in us will carry it out uh, to completion until the day of Jesus Christ, that God is at work in us. We can have confidence in it, that he doesn't stop because there is a virus. He doesn't stop wanting to make us into something better, that he, the, the kingdom of God and all of heaven's power is at work building you and I into better people. Um, it says also in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, that we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose, that God uses everything to make us into better people and to bring good on the earth. Even through this challenge of the virus, God did not cause this virus, but God in his supernatural power and his infinite wisdom is able to use something bad to produce good in yours and my life, that he uses it to continue to build us into the people that he has always destined us to be. I think that's a fantastic thing to help propel us through the challenge that we're going through right now, that God is using it to build good in us and that we are part of him building his global church, which is the answer to the world. The Bible also says that um, 
At creation, man was made in the image of God. It says that sin came through the choices of Adam and Eve and that it corrupted this image that God had made man to be. And you see, Jesus came to restore man into that image of God that we were created to be. Imagine this, that you as a person uh, were created in the image of God and all the wonders of what that means. And that sin came and, you know, all our bad behavior, our flaws and our brokenness kind of corrupts that. But God is at work building us back into this image of what God made us to be, that we are made in the image of the creator God and some of the aspects and nature of God. God is wanting to build in you. You know, your mouth was given to you by God. And there is creative power in your mouth. And that God wants to build in you the ability to use your mouth to bring and create good around the world. He is restoring us into what he always hoped we should be. Great news. Simon Peter, the fisherman. Simon, who was a fisherman, you know, in this humanness and his strugglings and his failings, that as he had revelation of Jesus, an incredible transformation took place. A transformation to a man who became a revolutionary of his time, to a man whose life now speaks through uh, the annuals of time to us. It has His life had such a tremendous effect because he was transformed God was building him into a man that changed the world. God wants to use you and I to change our world. God is at work building us into people who are revolutionaries, who are revolutionaries bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. Amazing. You know, for me on my journey of faith, I I, uh, came to the Lord at 22 years of age uh, very broken, very mixed up man, very confused in my thinking, um, struggled with drug use. And that on this journey, that God has been transforming me from what I was into the man that I was always destined to be. And he's still at work in my life. Hallelujah. Some of you say, I know. Praise God for that. So, Ah, I want to read to you. So he's making us into what we've always meant to be. So his will and his plan is he's building you into something, building you into something that's going to change the world. I want to read you from 2 Corinthians in the Message Bible, uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18. It says this, And so we are transfigured much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like Him. God is making us like Him. God is making us into something beautiful, something uh, that others can see beauty in. Jesus is the pattern. God is making us into the same 
reflected image of Jesus. When he walked the earth, when Jesus was a man, people were drawn to this man because of what he said, because of the things he did, and because of his nature and character. You know, you're not being made into some kind of um, a religious um, uh, statue. You're being made into something that came to the earth 2,000 years ago and absolutely changed the planet. That God is making you and I into Jesus, into being like Jesus. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Paul praying for the Ephesians. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner man. Paul praying, the prayer of Paul, the great apostle, was praying for the church at Ephesus that they would be strengthened with power through the spirit that would be at work in their inner man. God does work in our lives, in our inner man, via this thing called the power of His Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to work within us with power in our inner man. The word power there is the word Dunamis, which means miraculous power. So remember, Jesus, the master builder, uses tools to make us into people like him who can change the world. He uses the power of his spirit within us. You can go to your self-help plans. You can read books about how to be a better person and they can build you and help change your character to some degree. But God uses power from heaven that is miraculous, that is supernatural to make you and I into the people he is building us. An amazing thought. The same power that way back in creation, God used to speak into being the stars in the universe is at work not outside of you, but within you. The power of God at work in you and I, the creative power of God. He wants to create incredible things in us through the power that is miraculous. That should excite you today because that excites me. Hallelujah. The word here when he says, uh, I pray that he may strengthen you. You know what that word strengthen means? It means to empower God wants to empower you. The word defined empower means to enable, to give authority, to give tools and material, and to give confidence to use them to make you strong. Empower is the opposite of disempower. The word disempower means to to deprive of power, authority, or influence, to make weak, to to make ineffectual or unimportant, to take away someone's confidence and feeling of being in control in their lives. See, the devil and the world is trying to disempower you from what you are destined to be, whereby God wants to strengthen you or give you power to empower you, to give you the confidence. Christianity is not a message to take away your confidence or to disempower you. It is a message to make and give you power, empower you. 
if you are struggling with confidence. The Holy Spirit wants to come within you and empower you to take away weakness and to make it strength. Fantastic. Building you into the person God designed, has always wanted you to be. Empowered with miraculous power. Further a bit further down in Ephesians, in, in uh, chapter 3, verse 20, it says uh, this, Paul continuing on in this thought. Now to him who was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works in us. You see, it is, an, it is important that we understand that there is power that wants to be at work in us. That we uh, desperately need the power of the Holy Spirit to be at work in us. It says exceedingly and abundantly that God wants to do in us. You know, think, let your mind sort of imagine what you could possibly become. You know, imagine uh, and think of an incredible person you could be. Well, it says, according to this, that that mighty power wants to make you or take you to become exceedingly more than what you could ever hope or ask for. God is not holding us back. God is wanting to push us forward and grow us as, pe- grow us as people into exceedingly and abundant living people. But it says that it comes from within, that the power must come from within, that the Holy Spirit must be living within us in order for that to happen. So the more that the power is at work within, the more that our lives can experience the exceedingly exceedingly and abundant blessings of God. Amazing. The word immeasurably or means to uh, that you are unable to measure due to size. The word exceedingly means to give in excess. God is not stingy. God is of a generous spirit towards us. So God is making us via an inner work using what happens uh, around our lives, even bad things that God uses them and he uses them as a master builder to make us into these incredible people, uh, into people that uh, he designed us to be, uh, made in the image of the incredible creator of the universe, uh, made uh, as uh, followers of Jesus, mirrored images of who Jesus is. One of the incredible uh, characteristics of Jesus is this. He had tremendous power, of course. Um, He did amazing miracles. But one of the incredible things about Jesus was he came to serve. Jesus came not to take, not to say, hey, I'm the king uh, of the universe. Come and, you know, uh, honor me and all of that. He came to serve. He came to serve those around us. So if we are being made into the image or the reflection of Jesus, uh, the nature of God, that part of this building is to build us into this servant kind of person. 
Which brings me to uh, our Anzac weekend. Anzac is a very important time to be thankful and to be reminded of those who either past or present have laid down their lives to serve us. And a lot of the freedoms that we have today in Australia uh, were won by the blood of those that gave their lives for us. My grandfather, um, Milton Walters, uh, was an Anzac. He was part of the uh, uh, Auckland um, Rifleman, which is the New Zealand equivalent of your light horseman here in Australia. And he was an Anzac, and uh, he laid his life uh, to serve his, his nation and the world, uh, fought in um, Gallipoli, and also uh, was involved uh, in Bathsheba as well. Um, my grandfather, you know, I know if I look around in my family on my wife's side as well, there were people that went and gave their lives and served, you know, not necessarily dying, but um, served us to give us the freedom that we have now. And within mankind, there is something that has been put within us that causes us to respect those who have served us, who lay their lives down for us. So I would encourage you to, over this weekend, if you haven't done it yet, to reflect on those that have given their lives. If you are a, uh, presently serving or you have served in the armed forces, um, we just want to honour you today and from Ignite say to you, thank you for your service to us. We also remember the um, four officers who lost their lives uh, earlier, uh, late last week, uh, earlier this week, sorry, and their families, we remember them. Please pray for them. You know, what a horrific thing. And we, we honour those men and we honour our police uh, who are continuing to serve us today here in Victoria and across Australia. We honour service. Jesus is the image we're being made into. One of the fantastic characteristics of Jesus is that he came to serve. Jesus said, when they were talking about who can be the greatest, he said, the greatest among you are those who serve. The greatest among you are not those with the biggest bank account or with the greatest giftings or the most um, oratory skills. The greatest among us are those who are prepared to serve others. And God is making you and I, or wants to make you and I, into people who will serve others. For my life and for my journey, when I found him, before I knew him, I was a selfish, selfish man. He's been taking me on a journey through life of leaving behind, leaving behind that selfish man and learning to be a man who's prepared to lay his life down. Pecker and I, when we first found Jesus, made a decision that we would lay our lives down together to follow him. And I've got to tell you that as we have laid our lives down in service to Jesus, that we win on the game. 
because it is the place where I find the greatest fulfillment in my life. It is the place where I find a reason to get up in the morning. It is a place where I find a sense of self and purpose that he, the master of the universe, lives through me and uses my life to serve other people. Friend, let God do an inner work in you this morning. Let God unleash the power of his miraculous Holy Spirit to bring a transformation, to remind you, you know, maybe you need a little reminder, maybe the world is spinning around you. Maybe it's all about what you can get. Maybe you need to stop and realize salvation is about saving us, redeeming us, empowering us, making us into better people. And part of that being a better person is being one who is prepared to lay his life down and serve others. For me, like I said, it's where I really find true meaning for my life and purpose. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray a prayer for us together to unleash, to unlock, to refresh our understanding of our need for God to do his inner work within us and to remind ourselves today that we are being built into much better people by the Spirit of God and that is God's intention and that God will use this virus. God wants to use this virus and whatever else is going on in your world. So I would encourage you to join me as I pray for us together. Can we close our eyes?